the point is until still guarantees your su- success, you adjust, you persist, you adapt, you grow, you change, you develop, like you just do those things for how long? Well, until you succeed. And that's, mm-hmm. that's really, I feel like what happened for my story is I just kind of continued to learn. I continued to grow, continued to adapt. And I ultimately persisted until I succeeded. And that's kind of that word guaranteed my success is I think it can guarantee all of our success. Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Wow. We are all in for a treat today with today's conversation. I got the privilege to interview Justin Prince, absolute legend in not only the network marketing space, top earner at his company, has been in it for decades, just such a wealth of knowledge there. But guess what? He's also a great family man, a great dad, a great husband. He's built other businesses. I think he's built four multi-million dollar businesses and his current business does well over a hundred million dollars a year in sales. So we have so much to learn from today's episode, and I'm just so excited for it. He's This is someone who I've looked up to as a mentor from afar, and getting a chance to sit down and interview with him was everything. So that's all I need for the intro. Just trust me. You guys are going to love this episode. And as you listen, think, who do I need to share this with? Now, let's get to today's episode. So excited to welcome Justin Prince on today's episode. Just a guy I've seen and kind of been a mentor from afar for a while, for years now. And he's out in St. George, Utah. I respect him as a businessman. I look at him as a father and a husband, a family man. Like he's really hitting all of those places. And he's a little ahead of me in his career and life and everything. So I'm I'm grateful to have you on, Justin, just to almost even ask you questions so I can learn, but share you with the audience as well. So welcome to Getting Magnetic. Appreciate that, brother. Um, appreciate that, man. I uh, really respect you and your wife and what you guys are doing and uh, the, the business you're building, the the family you're building. You're one of my, you know, the freaking physique you're building. I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> if they're watching this thing on video, they're like, what's the deal with this guy? So just to really respect you a ton, man, I'm honored to be on with you. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate your time. I'm super grateful. And I know people are going to get so much out of this episode. I'm I'm like, geez, where do we begin? I think what we talked about, and we're on this kind of network marketing empowerment segment of our of this podcast. And I, you're a businessman, but you've also built very large network marketing businesses. You've been in sales. You've built, I think I saw like four multi-million dollar businesses. I think you do just I know you're probably blushing over there because I always find successful people are super humble. They're like, what? Was he talking about me? But like for the listeners, they're like, okay, his business does nine figures a year, which is over a hundred million a year. Okay. He's legit. I'll listen to him. But I see all this now. And like, I really respect you, as I mentioned, because when I look at successful people, like I want to look at their family life too. And I, I, you know, I don't know you personally, like hang out in person yet, but I know you have an event coming up. We'll cover. I was going to say, yet, yet, <laughs> yeah, is the key word but there. When I see you online, I just feel genuine. I see a lot of success in business, but like, what's success in business without like a loving family life? And I always see that too, and I see that empowered. And like, I love that. 
And so what I see on this outside though, is this like, gosh, he's just like Superman. But have you always, has this always been there? Like, I'd love to hear your story because from what I know of it, you come from humble beginnings and you've really had to build this life for yourself. So what's your, like, what's Justin's story? Yeah. Well, let me start with just the you, you use the philosophy because I think I think so much of our life comes from our personal philosophy. So, first of all, I believe that no success outside of the home can compensate for failure inside the home. Mm. And so we we know we need to for me my priority is is number 1 is is my family and you know my faith and my mm-hmm. relationship with my wife and my kids the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Second thing I'd say is to me there's two races. And when you're hyper competitive or type A or driven or really looking to make things happen in your life. The first race is making money, building businesses. Maybe it's social media recognition. Just in other words, you're like trying to go do all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a second race, which is actually the real race. And the real race is your relationship with your faith. It's your relationship with your spouse. It's your relationship with your kids. Like your real legacy that you're building both in the marketplace, but uh, specifically in the walls of your own home. Mm-hmm. And what you don't want to do is win the first race and lose the second race, because to me, you actually lost altogether. Mm. What the good news though, is you can win both races. And that's really, you know, one of the messages I try and share with people is you can actually have an incredible business. You can make a ton of money. You can become financially independent, just all that stuff. And you can do it and also keep your marriage together. You can keep your faith together. You don't have to compromise on your values and principles and morals. And so that that's, you know, I'm trying to win, you know, the ultimate race, which is the second race, you know? Yes. So, you know, my, my folks got divorced when I was 12, we moved 13 times in the seven years through those teenage years. I was the oldest, my mom's oldest. And so I was the oldest at home at my mom's house. I was raised by single parents, but I was, I was, I lived at my single mom's house mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I have no real formal professional background. I, I made pizzas. I did, I did kind of mindless construction work. I, when I was 21, I worked at a mall kiosk. I tease people that the mall is where all of, <laughs> you know, people your age used to go, you know, they, they don't even know what the mall is anymore, but yeah. all of us old people used to go there when the Amazon was a river, we'd hang out at this place called the mall, but you know, so <laughs> no, I, I used there. to go, Sandy's not on this episode. I used to go when I was like 14 to try and like pick up girls at of the course, mall on of Friday course, night and like get candy and whatever we did. I don't even know. <laughs> I so remember the mall. With the moms that are on here, you know, when you're shopping, you you walk by these people working in a mall kiosk and they try, you try to like avoid eye contact. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they try and sell you stuff. That was me. That was my job. I sold animated Bible videos at the mall kiosk. And uh, it was a, it actually was a great experience. I, I learned a ton. I uh, It t- taught me direct to, direct to consumer sales, like it was interpersonal sales. Yes. I tell people there's one skill. If, if you were limited, you could only learn one skill that would could guarantee your success. It's the scale. It's the skill of learning how to sell, yes. like learning how to communicate with people. So it was a really great experience from that perspective, but I always had bigger dreams, Wade. I always had bigger goals. I wanted to do something in my life. I wanted my life to matter. I didn't want to just live and breathe and die. And I had a little baby. It's interesting because you're, you're in kind of a similar situation today that I was in, you know, at that mm-hmm. time, I, my little baby was one years old. Mm. Is my my son. My son's not one anymore. Kid's freaking 18. He's like almost bigger <laughs> than I am. But oh man, it goes fast, brother. It goes fast. But I've I heard I uh, had this one little boy and I get a call about uh about starting my first business in network marketing. And I didn't know anything about network marketing other than I was just, I don't know, I was like inherently skeptical for you say, why were you so skeptical? Yeah. Oftentimes people are down on what they're not up on. I didn't know anything about it other than I didn't want to know anything else. I was just kind of had this inherent yeah. bias against it for mm-hmm. really no, no. Uh, you had no prior experience or no anything. Prior experience. You didn't know people no. close to you that no. had done it. It was just like, I don't know what that is. I've just heard things. No, it's a no for the, me. The, 
let me say this. We moved when I was 12 years old, right before my parents got divorced, they moved into this from a kind of a middle-class neighborhood to a kind of a, 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 a more successful neighborhood. It was, mm-hmm. We literally moved into this house. It was built this beautiful home. And then like three months later, they got divorced and the whole thing fell apart. But there was a guy up there. This is a 92, 1992. So the Gulf war, the first Gulf war was uh, we're basically like right in the middle of that first Gulf war. And so do you remember Hummers? Like today they're like, yeah. they have like an actual car. That's a Hummer. Back yeah. then it was the only time you saw Hummers on CNN watching like the Gulf war. Yep. And there was a guy in there that uh, was in a network marketing company. It's a company called new skin. I'd never had been associated with that company, but yeah, this guy lived up there and he, we, I knew his daughter. I had, we all had a crush on his daughter, but <laughs> we, he was this rich, he was the rich guy in the rich guy neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And he was in new skin. And I, again, I didn't even know I'm 12 years old. I didn't know what all yeah. this meant. But I, I, I knew that it was one of those one things, you know, and he did really well at it. So I had some, I'd seen some of it, but I just kind of had this inherent bias against it. Long story short, when I <laughs> kind of put the dots together, like you could build your own business, you could, it's a business you could, you could sell, you could will, you could, you know, sit on a collective residuals, you could talk about nutrition and wellness, you could travel around and train and speak, you could build up a financial asset that could potentially follow you for a year. I was just like, what is there not to like? Like I'm yeah. in, dude, let's do this. You know? So 25 years old, I go all in my very first company. I become the number three earner, the national spokesperson for this company. I'm in every Barnes and Noble and Borders, by the way, this is back in the day when we had Barnes and Noble and Borders, but <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in every Barnes and Noble and Borders newsstand in the country. I'm like in the entrepreneur section, I'm like, I am the man. That's one day. The next day the company goes out of business. Oh, And so I literally lost everything overnight. Like I lost my entire income. Mm. I, you know, cry grown man tears down my face. What, how, what was the time period? So you're 25. Are you ignorance on fire? What made oh, you successful? For sure. Just super high level. No, dude, how I was long grinding. did it take you? And then how long until were you in yeah. it until it went? Yeah. Bro? So it's a great question. I was totally ignorance on fire. I didn't know anything. I was just, mm-hmm. I was just like, let's go. And it took me about, so it took me, it was just barely under two years when it went out of business. And I, I got full time right towards the end of that. And so I left my, like, I'd left my job. People were like, did you leave? Like they like couldn't, they couldn't wrap their, like for one of those yeah. one things, like you're like, you're crazy. And then what happened was when it went out of business, it was tough. It was a super tough time. It, it, I was in a precarious situation because I, I had burned through whatever savings I had built. Mm-hmm. And so I was back on credit cards, back on taxes. It was just, I was in a really pre- precarious financial situation Yeah, and my, and I had no income. And so I started with another company. And I, uh, I thought it would take me two weeks to get full-time took me and it ended up taking me two years. Mm-hmm. At one point I moved my pregnant wife and our two kids into the loft of my wife's parents' garage. So I have now two babies. I have a pregnant wife who was sick with the third pregnancy, sick, meaning wow. the morning sickness thing just right. lasted for nine months. We're just grinding through this. And I had now two part-time jobs, went back and got my old job back and then went and picked up a second job. So I'd work all, I'd work in the daytime and then all night, uh, in the evenings with the one company. And then I'd work on the weekends with the second company. And then I'm trying to like chase the dream to be free in network marketing with it, you know, in, in, in all the other areas of my life. Yeah. And I look back at that now, there was many times, many times I was like, man, what am I doing? Like, am I crazy? Am I chasing like a fake dream? And I look back now, wait, it's interesting. Cause I, I, I'm grateful for all that time now, because I feel like I can relate so much more intimately now to people's struggles and the, mm-hmm. the challenges they're going through and the, how hard it is. I also know what it's like to be the little part-time guy where you're making a little bit of extra money, but it's not enough to replace your you know, employment. I also know what it's like to be the travel around the world. Like I, I went ultimately it was the fastest growing distributor we had in the United States. I was speaking mm-hmm. in Moscow and Umsk, Russia and Amadi, Kazakhstan. I was kind of the keynote speaker at a company convention. So I was making all this stuff happen. But anyway, I ended up getting to a point where I, I ended up selling that business. 
Mm -hmm. And I was out of network marketing for two years. And then I was doing private equity consulting at this point. And then I came back to a company. It was a, at the time it was a 25 year old company. It had, um, it had on, in a lot of ways, a really rich history, but then on the other ways it had eight years of declining revenue, eight years oh, of wow. revenue going the wrong direction. And so I came in as a consultant originally to help him transform this existing company. Mm -hmm. And we literally like tore this thing to the floorboards and just rebuild it. And we ended mm -hmm. up building a business where I was like, man, I'm in. So I got back in the, in the, in the game again, this is about uh, nine or so years ago now, nine and a half years ago now. And I launched that business and our first four years was just a grind. It was like, we had this big idea, mm -hmm. but the execution hadn't caught up with the idea. So we were growing, but it was incremental growth. Mm -hmm. And in the next uh, number of years, you know, we, we really kind of, you know, caught a gear and we really kind of just figured things out our, and, and really, you know, got it all lined up. And so in the last, uh, probably the last three years, we've been, you know, one of the fastest growing, if not the fastest growing, you know, kind of, uh, you know, one of the fastest growing companies in the world. And, and I went from building, earning what I took me five years in our company to build uh, monthly or annually, pardon me, to earning that monthly in the next two years. Mm. And just really kind of took off. And so it's been an amazing experience. We've done over 2 billion in sales over four, uh, about 2.5 billion in sales now, four plus million customers. And we just built an incredible, incredible team. So it's been, an, it's just been an amazing experience. That is incredible. I want to put I want to like wrap that Justin's story up, like in this gift box and put a bow on it for everyone. Cause like, I'm familiar with it. Everyone just got to hear that version. But what I heard there is like humble beginnings, right? Like what you find a lot of people, like I really try make a point to study successful people. It's rare that they just had this like super wealthy dad or mom. And like, they just, sometimes it is. And it's actually kind of rare that you just had this like decent upbringing, like middle class. Like usually there's, some pain there in the childhood and it, it drives you. So kind of a fragmented upbringing to an extent, moving, you know, divorced parents, all sorts of things, single mom, <laughs> and then sales. I yeah. see this a lot too. And I agree with it. Like sales is just such a transferable skill. It's something we all do. It's just, what is our skill level with it? Are we cognizant of it? Are we aware of our skill level? Do we practice it? Do we exercise it? If you go dating, you're basically selling yourself. We're all building a brand, but can you effectively sell? And if you can, you can go anywhere. He's selling mall kiosks. If anyone's ever been there, you know, you're avoiding that person. If you can sell that, you can sell anything for sure. Realizes network marketing, like, huh, no. And then wait a second, probably through multiple exposures and follow-ups and whoever got him in was probably professional, but and it's like, wait a second, all the things like, why wouldn't I do this? And I do want to come back to that question of like, why it's a smart business model, but then go in there, you know, oh, superstar, young age, probably don't fully know what you're doing yet. Bankruptcy. Oh my gosh. I'm never going to build this again. What am I doing back in it? Okay. Back into corporate, hold on consulting. And then I'm going to help a network marketing business grow from a consulting standpoint. And then being like, wait a second, this is what we just built, there's such opportunity. I'm yeah. going to go in to the front lines and be and get into the field and become a consultant or distributor, whatever we want to call it, and go build it. And now you're the number one income earner there. You guys do nine figures a year, 100 plus million a year, billions in sales, 4 million customers, all the things. So I love the humble beginnings to that story. And we all see who you are now, but you love to hear like how it's all made. Now, getting back to Obviously, through even just hearing that story, everyone can read between the lines in the sense of resiliency. Like, how yeah. many times did you want to quit? You probably can't count on all the fingers and hands and everything you have. Like, how many times were there times where you're like, 
this isn't for me. I want to quit. Oh, like there's no question. So one of the things I teach is uh, Augmandino wrote a great book called the greatest salesman in the world. It's one of the kind of the classic, mm-hmm. just kind of classic business literature books. And uh, Og has scrolls. He has his famous scrolls. And one of the scrolls says, I will persist until I succeed. And my friends, you want to build creeds or mantras for your life that are like your personal creed, like your personal Mm -hmm. mantra. And one of them for me is I will persist until I succeed. And most people might say stuff like that, but they persist until it gets hard. They Mm -hmm. persist until a team member quits. They persist until the customer stops ordering. They persist until you know, the company goes out of business. They persist until, you know, a challenge hits. And as I look back now, the word until literally guaranteed my success. Like I just, I literally persisted until I succeeded, you know? Yep. And it's funny. Like I tell people, I was like, I was too stupid to quit. I just kept moving forward. But it's, I, I, I was like left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Like I stumbled forward sometimes, but I still move forward. And I was keynoting for a wealth management company, a wealth management firm up in uh, Seattle one time. And the median income in the room was seven hundred fifty thousand a year. So, so it was a you know it was a group that was doing well for themselves. And one of the guys is in the back. He's kind of he's about sixty some odd years old. I was in my thirties. He was kind of had his hand on his face like this. Mm-hmm. I could tell he was like going to raise his hand, but then he didn't. You know, mid speech. Mm-hmm. Instead of ignoring him, I just called him. I said, "Sir, do you have a question?" And he said, "Yeah." He goes, "I do." He said, "You're telling me persist until I succeed." He said there's a difference between being persistent and being crazy. So in other words, like I, cause you, I almost think we wonder to ourselves sometimes like, am I freaking crazy? Like, am I chasing yeah. fake dreams? Is this actually ever going to happen yeah. for me? And I said, you're right. There is a difference. I said, I said, do you want to know what the, the word is? And he said, yes. I said, it's adapt. I will adapt until I succeed. My friends, I will grow until I succeed. I will adjust until I succeed. The point is until still guarantees your success, you adjust, you persist, you adapt, you grow, you change, you develop, like you just do those things for how long? Well, until you succeed. And that's, mm-hmm. that's really, I feel like what happened for my story is I just kind of continued to learn. I continued to grow, continued to adapt. And I ultimately persisted until I succeeded. And that's kind of that word guaranteed my success is I think it can guarantee all of our success. I love that. I want to pause there and touch on that and reaffirm that in the sense of that word until, you know, you hear another kind of mantra is like the only way to fail at anything, but in network marketing is to quit. Like you keep going, hang around the hoop. And sometimes you just got to hang around the hoop and like stay consistent. And maybe it's up seasons or down seasons. Maybe you're plugged in, maybe your life happens, but like staying in the game like the only, of course you got to put the work in, but like the only way to fail really is to quit. And that word until it makes success. Like when you, when you start a network marketing business, you have these hopes and dreams and aspirations. Like if you want to take it all the way and you're like, okay, I've seen someone do it. It's possible. But for me, maybe it's improbable at the time. And then as you're in it and you start to see more, you know, more your belief grows maybe, and you work on yourself and your skills. And it's like, wait, it's possible. Mm -hmm. It goes from improbable to possible. And then you just keep going. And when you have that until mindset, like if this takes me a year or 10 years or 15 years, I will do it until, because at the end of that is this beautiful life. We know what this opportunity can create for our lives. Yeah. We see it. We see there's physical proof of it. And that's another really cool part of the business model. But that word until makes success inevitable because like, if you just keep going until you will make success inevitable to, to, to add to what Justin said. And then the second thing he says, are you the crazy part? And we have a mutual friend, uh, Kayla Kraft, and we were talking to her earlier today, actually. 
as of the day of this recording. And I saw something from her. She was with Tom Bailu and, and his wife, and they were masterminding or something. And she said, my biggest takeaway was if people don't think you're crazy, like your idea or your belief or your dream isn't big enough. And I was like, oh man, I love that. So when people start to think you quit your job, you leave your job or you start the business or you're still in it two years later, even though it hasn't been going amazing for you, like, and they think you're crazy. That's like actually a good sign. If you want the abnormal life, if you want to get out of the, the nine to five, the go to school, the live the okay life that really ends up kind of painful over time. It's insidious. You got to do, you got to move different. If you want different, you got to move different. Network marketing is different. And it's that opportunity to build that, that kind of abnormal, that beautiful life. But people, you, people are going to think you're crazy along the way. And especially as you start really going for your dreams and really working for it and putting yourself out there. But it's such a good sign when you get that feedback, because you're like, Oh, I'm on my way. And then I have a mantra that I heard the other day, and it's act as if I cannot fail. And so no, no matter what I do, whatever next level I want to get to, it's like, I'm going to just act as if I cannot fail because my, my physical reality is really a product of my thoughts and what's going on in my mind. So if I can just approach that one step in front of the other and act as if I cannot fail, I will be on my way and just do it until. Yeah. Now I look at you as a businessman because you, you, I, you do a lot of stuff and I know you have this huge network marketing business, a direct selling social retail, you kind of created it. Yeah. And I want to step back and take a look at like, let's empower network marketing as a business model. So you said you joined it like, wow, this can give you a great life. What do you see now? Okay. It, the last few years, w- your company, I think has been growing and it's one of the few, the general industry has kind of been in a little bit of a decline because yeah. there was hockey stick growth in 2020. And I think now we're heading into recession. Network marketing is counter cyclical to an extent where more people need extra streams of income, more people need hope, happiness, a hope for a better future, health, if you have that to offer. And I think there's opportunity there where we can really grow. But for everyone, so kind of two parts, like why do you see network marketing as such a good business model? And then where do you see it going? Where are we now and where is it going? I know that's a part A, part B. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Let me start with with kind of why networking. I, I have two frameworks I'll share with you. The first one is what I call the ILI formula. So I-L-I. So it's if, imagine if you had like a triangle. So the top would be income. Mm-hmm. You say, what are you trying to do in your career? Well, we're trying to make some income, you know? And if you make a dollar, you want to learn to make two. If you learn how to make two, you want to learn how to make five. If you want to learn how to make five, you want to learn how to make 10. So we're trying to like make some money. You're trying to build an income. The bottom right is the word lifestyle. So it's I-L-I, lifestyle. I tell you, say to people, what are you really trying to do? It's actually not to make money. It's to build a great life. It's to build a life that you love. Mm-hmm. And if you're building a life that you love, you know, because if you said, I made all the money in the world, but I hate my life. Well, none of us want that. I never see my spouse. I never see my kids. My, my health has fallen apart. You know, I, I have my stress load is just unbearable. So that's, so income's not the real, not the real goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then what's the third one? The third one is impact. So, you know, income, lifestyle, impact. Impact for me is if I made all the money in the world and I had an amazing life and I'm selling cocaine, that's not going to work for me either. <laughs> and you say, well, why? It's because the impact sucks. You know, it's just, I, yeah. I want my life to have a positive impact. Like in, when I'm dead and gone, I want the legacy to be a positive overall legacy. And I feel like in network marketing, if you, now let me say this, let me say this. Let's say that you're in the top one to 3% of any profession. So you're one to three percent realtor, mortgage, insurance, uh, chiropractor, doctor, nurse, attorney. I would stack 
the income potential, the lifestyle potential, and the impact potential of a, of a one to 3% network marketer. So in other words, not the worst attorney in the world, one mm-hmm. of the top ones, not the worst, most unsuccessful bankrupt chiropractor in the world, one of the mm-hmm. best ones. I would stack, stack a network marketer's ability to, you know, income, lifestyle impact. I'd stack those three against darn near any profession. In fact, I feel like I have more per- personal and professional freedom than anyone that I've ever met. And so that's the first thing, that that concept. Second framework Genius. is this, is uh, I read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad when I was 22. And he says, he, it had the word poor. So if I was like on a whiteboard, imagine it has the word poor, he underlines it. And he says, what poor people do is they have an income. So you imagine the word income and then an arrow down to the word expenses. He says, what poor people do is they have, they, they make an income, income pays the expenses. So in other words, make money, pay bills. Remember reading that and I was like, that's not what poor people do. That's what I do. Cause I, I thought poor people, maybe, maybe they didn't have an income or maybe they didn't, you know, whatever. He's like, no, they have an income pay bills. Okay. Second one was rich. And then he underlined that. And it said, what rich people do is they have an income. The income builds assets. The assets pay the expenses. So income, assets, expenses. And I remember thinking to myself, huh, first thing is they have an income just like poor people. The difference is their income's not buying expenses, their income is buying assets. And assets are, the definition in the book was things that generate cash for you, regardless of whether you continue to exchange time or effort. So it's generating cash Mm -hmm. versus just a job. And one of the things about network marketing is, again, let's say you're in the top one to 3%. This maybe isn't true for every single person that participates, but if you're, if you go in there and build a successful business, you can build an asset-based income. So it's an income that's, that can, can continue to generate income for you, regardless if you continue to exchange time or effort. And obviously you got to stay qualified, all the disclaimers, I get all that, Mm -hmm. but I'm just saying you get to a point where that happens. And, uh, that that income, that asset can pay your expenses. Now, here's there's two key things about network marketing that are interesting. Number one, you get to keep the income. So in other words, you could stay at your job if you want. So you can keep doing, you, can, you, don't, have to, you don't have to risk the income. The second thing that's interesting is this. If you take an, a leveraged income from like a network marketing income, it's an income that's based on the efforts of many. It's not just, it's not just based on your own efforts, it's leveraged. And you leverage that income again into other cash flowing assets. You basically double the leverage because you let created a leveraged income that's leveraged again into real estate or other you know cash flowing assets. With that strategy, I mean, listen, you can build you can build a, a wealth building machine in like just a number of years. And so that was that concept made sense to me. I was like, I'm I'm in. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. So that's the first part. Now, second that is genius. Like, I, yeah. I want to pause there because that's what I saw too. You almost are building an asset because you're building in network marketing to be successful. One, first, you, you kind of flip the script. What it really is, is how big of an impact can I make? How many customers can I serve? If you aren't serving customers, you aren't making money. You don't get paid to sign people up. It's okay. How do I serve a million customers? I'm not going to be able to do that myself unless I'm like a celebrity and I have far reach and beyond. And even then that'd be, unless I'm a Kardashian, I'm not going to be able to personally like enroll a million customers. Okay. I got to leverage myself, leverage my reach, leverage my impact. And when I do that, you know, my value in the marketplace is a direct correlation to my impact. Okay. The more people I help basically by leveraging myself, building a team, and then you, no matter how many hours you put in, when it's based on the efforts of hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of people, you know, you, of course, there's a, you almost stay in the game because you want to and you build other leaders and everything, but you start to build asset income where you have this huge business that's serving customers around the globe 
that is working all hours of the day, even when you aren't, and you yeah. have stopped trading time for money. So you've almost built asset income, like we were talking about. And then you take that and invest it, in, let's just say real estate, or let's say other businesses or whatever it is. That's actually what Sandy and I have done, is taken our network marketing earnings and put it into cash flowing real estate. We now have five properties and those spit off their own cash. When you start using your earned money to go invest and then your money is making money and it's working to make money like you know any of those books rich dad poor dad or any wealth legitimate wealth book will will show you this but you're like oh my gosh that is financial freedom yeah because the best doctor and the best lawyer in the world charge a very high rate for their time might be a thousand or thousands of dollars an hour but they have to go to the surgery they have to go take the case take the whatever they trade their time still for money and you see all these partners lawyers whatever they make a lot of money but they work a lot they have to yeah. keep trading their time for it and at network marketing you grow to that you know that level which anyone can do it takes effort it takes hard work all the disclaimers but you're all of a sudden like wow i have a business that's on the efforts of many many and it's not just you're just signing them up you have you have a responsibility to help them be successful i always say Success in network marketing is helping a lot of other people be successful, whether it's through your product, helping customers get, say, healthier, or it's helping other people. Some want to make $200 or $500 in a month. Some want to make five grand. Some want to make 50 grand. Some want to make 500 grand in a month. Like whatever it is, it's there for you. And if you can help other people be successful, you will be. So I know I kind of cut you off there, but I love that that kind of train of thought. Yeah. The second one is where do I see the profession going? So let me start by saying this. We're heading into uncertain times. There's no, there's no question about that. Like, meaning, what's going to happen? It's uncertain to everybody, right? Where, where, where are we going to go? Mm-hmm. Let me say this: the word crisis, which is what uncertain times can can create for people, is a, a financial crisis or a, a a crisis of stress, where they're just like, I'm not sure what to do. Uh, uh, Amazon's laid off 180,000 employees. That creates crisis for those families, you know. So. The word crisis in Latin or in Greek, pardon me, comes from the word sifter. So what when you sift the wheat from the chaff, you separate the wheat kernels from the chaff. So a sifter is a separator. Mm-hmm. This is a separation season that we're heading into. It mm-hmm. will separate, you know, the, it will separate people that uh, have a plan and those that don't. And so one thing that I would I would share with you is, is this is a time that you can really really get it really advance your life, really advance your career because everything goes on sale during your recession. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a plan heading in, everything is going to go on sale. You have the opportunity to, to pick up things for huge discounts that, you know, it'll eventually kind of work itself back out. So I think that we'll have in many cases, probably the greatest opportunity we've ever had in these next three to five years is, is my first thing. Second thing is it from a network marketing perspective. Uh, I think that when it sifts, it separates separate, like there'll be, it's like a, it like thins the herd. Mm-hmm. This is what happens during, like uh, during 08, there was a ton of realtors that didn't make it through 08. There was a ton of mortgage people that didn't make it through 08. But the ones that did, you like kind of like soaked up everybody else and they yep. they really crushed. And so network marketing, same thing. We have to, you have to, you know, you have to always adapt, always improve, always get better. And so that you're, you know, one of the strong, the strong will survive kind of thing. Let me say this. 
from a macro perspective, there is uh, the way that kind of influences worked in a macro perspective is years ago, they would hire celebrities. So they'd hire like Christy Brinkley, Christy Brinkley would like wear the makeup and you'd be like, oh, she's pretty. Well, I'm going to buy it because she did it. Then it, with the advent of social media, the, the influence came from influencers. So it was like the Kardashian effect for a humongous, like they have all these millions and millions of followers. And that's why I'm going to follow them. Mm-hmm. Then it went to what's called micro influencers. A micro influencer is like 50 to 100,000 person. Mm-hmm. And then there are now all of the influence, no, I say all of it, the, the influence people are interested in is what's called the nano influence. Yeah. The nano influence weight is like, you have a couple hundred friends on social media, the like local influence. Yeah, yeah. Just local, like people like know you and they kind of mm-hmm. like you. And so you can actually monetize that, that small little nano influence. You can monetize that and you can create a really great life for yourself with this nano influence. And, you know, if you want to grow up from there, you can, but the truth is, is, is uh, the influence is heading. It's basically heading down toward normal people. We trust the normal people more. We don't trust the Kardashian effect as much. Yeah. We don't trust the Christy Brinkley effect as much. We, we trust the person that's kind of reminds us of us. And so the opportunity to grow a personal brand, the opportunity to, to really get yourself out there and separate yourself has never been higher than it is right now. So Martin Luther King says that stars shine brightest in the darkest nights. Mm. Here's what I'll share with you, my friends. When you're in a dark night, that's not that awesome. It kind of sucks when you're in a dark night, but the dark night creates contrast because if all the stars are shining bright and you shine bright, you'll blend in. But if none of the stars are shining bright and you shine bright, you'll stand out because you separate yourself from everybody else. Mm. And this is separation season. This is a moment for you to truly say, I'm going to go to the next level of my life, next level of my career, next level of my confidence. And I'm going to do it during this down economic time where everyone else kind of like doles down. I'm going to shine bright, stand out and create contrast in my life. And uh, so I think it's a, it's a really great time. I, I, I'm, I'm more fired up, you know, with what we're doing and where we're going than, you know, I have probably ever been. Yeah. I totally echo you. There is so much uncertainty coming. It almost, no one knows anything, right? What will happen, but it almost seems certain. Obviously we're going into a recession that everything that they're trying to bring down inflation, that rates are going up, that everything's costing more, that, Jobs are going to be let all the things, right? It almost it's almost certain we're going into recession, but yeah, the uncertainty comes in. Okay, what do I do? The only certainty we really have is in ourselves. Like if you're, you know, I was at I was in I grew up in the finance world. I was I had a job and it feels secure, but you can lose that overnight. And yeah, I actually did. It's a funny story, but it's because they caught wind. You can't do other things in finance, and I told them I was doing this other business network marketing. And they saw a promo video. It blasts out. It somehow goes viral on LinkedIn. They're like, dude, our, all our investors know we have to fire you. They all know now. And anyways, but it can get pulled out from you in, in a second. So the certainties in ourselves, I absolutely love that. The sifting kind of metaphor or concept and, and shining bright, because that is the opportunity. Like, I think there's really great opportunity ahead of everyone in the network marketing space yeah. in the world. I've been talking a lot about on this podcast we've been doing Finance Friday is about it's time to build liquidity. It's time to build your mindset. It's time to invest in yourself while other people are pulling back, pour in, not on yes. things like we, you mentioned, on, on yourself, on coaching or that event or whatever it is. Because if you can start to excel or keep going, other people are pulling back. And being in network marketing, I think, would be great because you have mentorship. Yeah. You have kind of there's there's hope there there's training there's skills training there's all the things you need all the tools to be successful it's up to you to take them and run with them but being in the game is is one step 
but you're not just going to like, people aren't just going to come to you in a recession because you have an ID with your network marketing company. It's like, no, you need to separate yourself. They need to be like, I want to follow that person. Look, yeah. they're, they're happy. They're hopeful. They're growing. They're thriving. I'm pulling back. I want to join them. So That's I absolutely exactly love right. that. Like doubling down on yourself in this time period, because the next six months, one, two, three to five years, like you can, we can change our lives. If we start to create an income, let's say through this opportunity and then go invest it in, in like Justin said, the real estate market's probably going to all be on yeah. sale in the next yeah. year or two, whatever it is, all these assets. And all of a sudden you start to think, whoa. And this next, like you said, two, three, five years, like could totally change the course of your life. So then all of a sudden certain people start to get excited and not excited that people, you know, there's a recession, but that there's opportunity out there. And we've all, we've heard Tony Robbins. He said like 67% of the Inc 5,000, like was created in recessions and no depressions. Question. Like <laughs> there's so much opportunity. So I'm excited. Um, there's no question. Yeah. I mean, listen, the, the, it's like, are we excited that it's a hard time guys? The hard times are part of life. It's like seasons. Yeah. It's like, are we, are we, are we, are we mad or sad that it's winter? It's just, it's just part of the seasons. In fact, in the U S recessions happen every five to seven years. And we're, we're right now at the longest duration we've ever had. We're 14 years in with, you know, from recession to recession. I would argue, by the way, that we're in a recession right now. You know, there's people that would try and say that we're not, but uh, I would argue that we're in a recession as we speak. And, you know, we've had the highest inflation we've had in 40 years, but here's, but again, the, the point is this, you want to control your personal economy. You don't want to wait for the Democrats to be in power, the Republicans to be in power Mm -hmm. or whoever, like, you want to take control of your own personal economy, you know, your own yep. personal situation, take personal responsibility, of your life, create a sovereignty for over your own life. You know, you have your own freedom because you, you've gone out there and created your, your, you know, you're in a creator versus just a consumer. Mm. And that's the thing about network marketing. There's three steps to wealth building. Step number one is, is uh, maximize your income. And what I love about network marketing is it can help you to maximize your income. You can make an extra 500 or a thousand or whatever the goal is that you have. In other words, your income can go from being a static, you know, in America, it's $63,124 a month is the average household median income. Or a year? Uh, a year. Per year, pardon me. I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry, per year. Per, per, that's household. So that's for both mm-hmm. both uh, providers. And so you can get it to where your income line, instead of leveling out, it ticks up. You know, you're making an extra $500 a month, $500 a month, $6,000 a year, $1,000 yeah. a month, $12,000 a year. So instead of making 63, you're making 75. Like, let's go. Yeah. And you start to, you know, maximize. Step two is minimize. You want to minimize your expenses. And so you cut out all the random stuff, just all the random crap that we all buy, you know, just, just the most people, you know, poor people buy stuff, yeah. middle-class people buy liabilities and rich people buy assets. Yes. And then the third step is you want to build, build assets. So you maximize, minimize, and build, maximize mm-hmm. income, minimize expense, and then building, uh, build assets. That strategy is network marketing is built for that strategy. Cause you had keep your income, start to maximize it cut out your expenses and then build, you know, you build a gap and then with a gap, you build cash flowing assets. And so that is the, that is the strategy of, you know, of controlling your own personal economy over the next three to five years. I absolutely love that. And I, I, I'm going to touch on that for a second. And then I want to ask you about like, I know there's a huge opportunity to build that personal reality. Your mindset going into the recession will get there. But like to put in perspective for those numbers, people, like I have a tangible goal. I want to, I want to accumulate $5 million in assets. Now, like Justin said, you got to increase your income. You got to decrease your expenses or just way increase your income. So there's a gap. So you're saving, there's all sorts of people. They say live off 30 or 40 or 50 or 70% of your income, whatever it is. You're basically accumulating liquidity 
you're putting that into assets that that grow over time. You know, everything can go up and down. But the goal, let's say a goal of getting five million in assets, which you don't do by always by buying the nicest car, by always upgrading your house, by buying the things, by always going out to the expensive dinners. Like it's not about restricting, it's more about creation and increasing your income. But when you do have that gap and you can save and invest and put away, and let's say you accumulate five million dollars in assets that you that you own outright and they earn 10% interest or like cash flow, that's a half a million dollars a year. So that's what the well they do, right? They build these assets and all of a sudden their money is making them half a million dollars a year that they aren't lifting a finger on. That's financial freedom. And so I think that is a great like way to think about it. And I know a tangible goal of mine to be like, oh, whoa, okay, I get it now. Secondly, with you know, we're in recession, we're heading into a deeper recession. I think the more pain is in the future, but back to this, like building your personal mindset and prepping and like growing through it. You have, I was looking up, I was following, I was looking up your site, an event called Be The One in St. George, which first of all, people haven't been to St. George, absolutely stunning place. Tell me about it because I'm not signed up yet, but like, sell me on it. Like sell me on the Be The One like in November. Well, first of all, you and I get to hang out. So that's, that's, that's sells, that's sells pitch enough. There it is. Go chill. But no, um, I, um, be the one is this idea that you want to be the one that lives a life, be the one that writes a story that future generations of kids who are yet unborn, when they look up into their family lineage, they say it was her, it was him. Mm. You know, mm. she's the one, he, he's the one that changed our family forever. And so uh, that, that's kind of this concept that I try and share with people. And by the way, you'll notice it doesn't say become the one, it says be the one. In other words, you already are the one, my friends. This isn't like you need to go figure out if you're the one, you are the one. The challenge is to be it, to, to be that person today. And so I'm putting on a leadership event. Uh, there's three kind of main things I want to I want to cover. It'll be a one day event, Saturday, uh, November 19th. We're going to go from Macy from nine to five. It's going to be the, the the networking in this room is going to be off the charts. We'll have some of the top business leaders uh, in our community for sure. But then we have people flying in from around the United States. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there is power and proximity. The, the, a lot of the power of events is not just what's said on stage. It's it's what's said at the lunches and the dinners and the hallways and the people, person you sit next to. And when you kind of circle up and get a, you know, have people help you troubleshoot your business, learn about their business. There's so much powerful networking that happens. But the, the first section I want to cover is uh, one of the distra- one of the uh, enemies that you want to declare war on right now is the war and distraction. We, mm-hmm. we, we're the most distracted people in the history of humanity. And so the opposite of distraction is getting laser-like focus. I tell people, what if what could your business do if you gave it the gift of laser focus? So I'll share with you all of the latest strategies and literally like systems and frameworks and techniques that you can do, strategies you can do. So it's not just motivation, it's actual strategies to get laser focus to eliminate distractions. Uh, next, we're going to cover like the latest in personal branding and uh, specifically with the power of video how you can explode your social media, which means more customers, more clients, more people working with you on your team. Like it just, people trust what they see. So we can have, you know, the latest strategy and help you to do that. Uh, my my uh, Facebook, just to give you an idea, this is true across platform, but for me, like my Facebook went from like 30 some odd thousand followers to over 600,000 in like a, almost like a 60 to 90 day period. So I'll share with you kind of, Dang. you know, how I did that. And then, the last one is wealth building. We'll, we'll, we'll like, I'm going to dive deep and show you the, the, the strategies. I kind of share through those, the three steps, maximize, minimize, build. But like, how do you create a debt snowball? How do you 
uh, maximize, minimize, and build to where you're building cash flowing assets. That's, I love the strategy, this, this concept of like 5 million in assets, 10%, that's half a million dollars a year. Like, guys, how do you do all that stuff, you know? And so we're going to be able to break into all, you know, into depth with that. In addition to all that, let me say this. It's nice sometimes to just get your own cup filled up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. where your own cup is 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 running over. Because for most of us, if we're entrepreneurs, if most of us were business owners, building a network, building a team, we're the ones doing a lot of the pouring. And so it's nice sometimes to come in, take a day. It's off site. So in other words, you're not in your normal rhythm, your normal mm-hmm. grind. You actually take some time to get inside your thoughts, to planning out, plan out your life, plan out the next one year, five years, 10 years. What do I actually want to create? Take time to do it. Take time to actually think. George Bernard Shaw said that 2% of people think, 3% of people think they think, and 95% of people would rather die than think. Like take time to think, take time to process, take time to like say, what life do I really want to create for myself? And I'll walk you through some like the latest and like, you know, uh, you know, pour some real leadership development strategies and techniques into your life to where, how do you handle crisis? Like, how do you handle and navigate these next three to five years to where you add what's, I want you to leave in what I call add a zero mode. Add a zero mode is adding a zero to your net worth in the next three years. So add a zero, if you're worth 10 grand, you leave, you're worth a hundred. If you're worth a hundred, you're worth a million. If you're worth a million, you're worth 10. If you're worth 10, you're worth a hundred million dollars when, when we come through this whole thing, because you had the right strategy and plan to get through all this. So that's that's really what we're going to cover. I'm super fired up to do it. Uh, we have people from across industry coming, you know, real estate, mortgage. Uh, right. It's not just network marketing. It's not business, just network marketing. Mindset, that's right. It's anyone, right? Anyone right. looking to grow in their life, but specific business, personal wealth, all the that's things. Right. That's I right. Just, I, had a, I just had a vision while you were saying all this. I'm of course going to need to run it by the boss, Sandy and Cameron. They're my bosses. <laughs> no, but I just had a vision of me getting like a couple guys locally here in Southern California that are business owners, growth mindset people, and literally like hopping in a car because I actually love the road trip to St. George from Southern yeah. California. It's beautiful through the desert. Through you, I think you go through Vegas. But, yeah, you do. You and do. just popping in and showing up for the retreat, staying there probably one night Airbnb and just hanging out with you guys and just investing in myself because I know that's what it'll be. Like, I think it's hundreds of dollars, which is absolutely insane for you to get in front of Justin at, at like a few hundred dollars ticket price. It was at three or 500 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like Justin? 347. Yeah. 347. And then isn't it, I bet it's almost sold out, right? Yeah. 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 So we got to act fast. fast. I better act fast. I better hit up my buddies right after I get off this. But um, I just had that vision. So I'll follow up with you on that. But that is awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Justin. I appreciate it. I got so much out of this. I know everyone else will. Where can we connect with you? Where do we find you? Yeah, so it's it's you know Justin Prince across platform. You know on on a, on a Instagram, it's I am Justin Prince. Mm-hmm. That's I am Justin Prince.com. But you know uh, if I can serve you or add value or be a support to your vision and your journey, you know I made two promises when I was struggling. The first promise I made is that if I ever became successful, I would never forget what it feels like to struggle. Mm. And the second promise I made is if I ever became successful, I would help as many other people achieve their dreams and achieve their goals as I possibly could. So you know, uh, watching like Wade and, and, uh, just what you're building and what you and your wife are creating is, is really, it's really cool for me to see. Cause it's like the next generation of, of leaders, not only in our profession, but you know, in the, in our country. So I just really admire what you're up to. Oh, thank you, my man. I appreciate that. Well, thank you again for your time today. We will drop everything in the show note links. I hope to see you in November in St. George at be the one and, uh, appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. Thanks bro. Appreciate you. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.